Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the This Southern Girl Can Show, the podcast that covers it all with a sweet Southern accent. Your host, Amber, is a successful YouTuber and published author who teaches others to craft, cook, run a business, and balance a hectic lifestyle. Check her out on Facebook, YouTube, and all other forms of social media under the same name as this podcast, This Southern Girl Can. You can also check out her website at www.thissoutherngirlcan.com. And now, here's Amber. Hey, y'all, it is Motivational Monday. And on Motivational Monday, I try to give you some words of encouragement to help you kick off the week on a good note and hopefully to help carry you through the rest of the week. So anyway, what we're talking about today, let's talk about self-doubt. All right, so self-doubt, if it continues, if you are constantly putting yourself down, if you are constantly thinking, well, I never made the right decision, or I don't know if I'm making this right decision at work or in your personal life or in your home life, when you constantly talk to yourself like that, it can lead, of course, to low self-esteem, but also emotional instability, lack of motivation. You can drag yourself down into a depression. You can actually give yourself anxiety. And in the future, you're gonna have even more difficulty in making decisions because you think that no matter what you say or do, it's going to be wrong. On top of having the self-doubt, it can also lead into something called imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Well, it it usually goes right along with self-doubt and it is described by psychologists as sort of feeling like a fraud. You know, no matter how many achievements you have accomplished, you might kind of feel like a fraud. You're limiting yourself, even though you may have a good position at work, even though you may have friends and family and followers, you know, telling you that you're doing this awesome thing, that you are good, that you are respected and maybe you've even received some sort of recognition for your work, you may feel like you're not qualified enough or that you're not even doing a good enough job. And I see this online all the time and it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible, terrible thing. I see all these people out here with these wonderful websites, these wonderful, let's use podcasts for an example, or, you know, they're doing such a good job at work and yet they're constantly bashing themselves. And I'm not just limiting this to work. I mean, it it can happen in relationships and friendships if you're a parent. You know, you might be saying to yourself, well, what if I'm not doing a good enough job as a parent? What if my kids hate me? What what if I'm not giving them enough? What if I'm giving them too much? What if I'm doing this or this or that? Anything like that, anything that causes you to constantly, constantly have these negative thoughts rolling around in your head and instills all of this self-doubt and it's going to make your life miserable. And I, I understand because I've been there. I'm still there sometimes. We're all human. And as humans, we all experience this. But there are some ways that you can work on it so that you can overcome some of this self-doubt and pull yourself out of this this negative talking to yourself pattern. So you need to practice what is called self-compassion. And a lot of us don't do that. We are so hard on ourselves. We doubt our abilities because we don't we don't want to make mistakes. We don't want people to look at us and say, oh, well, she made a mistake or she did this. But mistakes are how you learn. Mistakes are how you grow. If you don't make mistakes, then you never learn anything. So whenever you make a mistake, you can't sit there, oh, I'm stupid. I can't believe I did this. No, no. You have to give yourself some grace and you have to tell yourself that those mistakes that you're making is part of the human experience. Because we're all humans. uh, Most of us anyway. (laughs) It's all part of the human experience. And if you don't make those mistakes, then you're never going to learn. Every single mistake that you make, stop beating yourself over the head with it and say, well, you know what? I've learned something. And that's the way that you get through that. Another thing that you can do is 
go back and think about all of your past achievements. And you probably say, well, I've never achieved anything. Oh, I'm sure that you have. I'm sure that you have achieved something. You have to dig deep. Some people may not have to dig deep. Some people may. Because when you are flooded with self-doubt, you may not look at achievements as an actual achievement. So you need to sit down. Was it something, you know, back in your school days that you were incredibly proud of? Look back on that. What was that feeling that you got when you accomplished the thing or when you got the award for the thing? Did anybody know about the thing that, you know, you accomplished or was it just a private victory? You need to go back and you need to look at that. Was it something that happened at work? Did you get notified or, you know, like noticed for anything at work? You have to go back and you have to think of all that stuff. If you have to sit there and think about that for 15 minutes every day, just to help pull yourself out of this negative space of self-doubt, then that's what you need to do. Because I'm sure that you've achieved something. If today, uh, with, the, with the state of the world, with the way it is right now, if today the only thing that you did was get up and wash your hair, or if you just got out of bed and got yourself dressed, you know what? I say that's an achievement. In today's times, yes, that is most definitely an achievement. But you can't go back and you can't live in a state of the past. You can't constantly say to yourself, well, I did this in the past and now I can't anymore. Well, the past is the past. You just have to reflect back on those good times and reflect back on those achievements and be proud of yourself for that. But you've got to do that in order to get Get yourself out of this negative space. Now, when you're sitting there and you're looking back on those past achievements, don't compare your achievement to somebody else's because you know what? That is another thing that we as humans do. We are constantly comparing ourselves to someone else. And you know that old saying, comparison is the thief of joy. And that is so incredibly true. Everybody out there is on a different journey. They really are. Now, you may be surrounded by co-workers who are experiencing, you know, similar workplace experiences, experiencing the experiences, <laughs> they may be experiencing something similar to you, but you and only you experience it the way that you are. So you, you can't compare your experience to someone else because we are all different. Everybody's journey and ideas of success are different. So you can't compare what you're doing now or what you did. You can't compare that to somebody else. Once you do that, you are dragging yourself even down deeper into that pit of self-doubt. The only person you need to compare yourself to is you. You just need to strive to be a better version of you than you were yesterday. That's the only thing that you need to worry about, which moves us on to talking about my Mindful thinking. Mindful thinking is constantly being aware of your thoughts, whether they are good or bad. Excessive negative thoughts is damaging. And we know this, but excessive positive thoughts can also be damaging. And when I say excessive positive thoughts, I'm talking about those with an inflated ego, with a grandiose sense of self that needs to be brought down a few notches back down into the real world where we all are. But you have to be mindful of that as well. You can't look at the world with rose-colored glasses, but you also can't sit there and look at it through the haze of, of anger and sadness and despair. So you have to monitor your thoughts when you are sitting there especially those that have to deal with imposter syndrome because self-doubt, imposter syndrome and all, it thrives off of negative thoughts that are constantly telling us, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, blah, 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 blah. You have to sit there and think, if I could just shift that out of my mind for just a few minutes today and flood myself with some positive thoughts, how would I feel? How would my life be better? So you really have to make a conscious effort to start bringing in those positive thoughts and getting rid of the negative ones. And if you can't do it on your own, then then you need to write it down on some stick-it notes. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, some post-it notes and you need to stick them all over the place so that when you see them, stick them on your bathroom mirror, stick them inside your car so that when you come across them and you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's a pleasant thought and that's a positive thing about me. And it's going to knock some of those negative thoughts just right on out of your head. I understand that some of us have problems doing that. We really do, which is my next point of you need to spend time with supportive people. I'm not talking about people that you're in competition with. Now, your co-workers, they're your co-workers, okay? When I say that you need to spend time with supportive people, I'm talking about people outside of the workplace. I'm talking about people that you are not in, you know, in, in your mind that you're in competition with. You need to find people that can empathize with what you're going through that you can open yourself up to and talk to. So when you are feeling that self-doubt, just open up to them and tell them about it and they are going to start flooding you with all the good things about yourself. And if you have some really good friends and a really good support system, they're going to have you believing in yourself. Whereas if you were on your own, you wouldn't. And it's very important. It's very important, but you also have to be able to find validation within yourself and not have to go to outside sources to get it. I'm not saying to not talk to people to get validation from them because we all need that, but that should not be your your number one source of trying to make yourself see the positive things about you and your surroundings. You need to start feeling validation from within yourself, okay? You have to have faith in yourself because there's going to be a time where you feel like nobody on this planet has faith in you but you. Believe me, I know. I was there for quite a while. I felt like nobody on this earth had faith in me but me. And if I hadn't listened to that small, still voice telling me, you've got this, you can do it, I won't be where I am now. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, trying to help you. So you have to sit there. You have to recognize your own strengths. We all have them. You might not think that you have strengths, but that's just that self-doubt creeping in. We all have strengths. We all have them. You need to dig inside yourself and you need to find them. Okay. So I guess the last thing that I really want to tell you, this is, this is more of advice than it is, you know, just talking. You need to keep a journal. And I know that this is redundant. It's cliched. You're, oh, everybody says to keep a journal. Journaling is one of the most therapeutic exercises to practice when it comes down to self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and everything like that. Writing down is a release. It's such a good release. Write down your concerns. Write down what made you angry that day. Write down what made you happy that day. And then I don't want you to close that journal until you have written down three things that you like about yourself or three things that you're good at or three things that you're proud of. You need to write that down, okay? Because when you do that and then you go back and you review, that is going to eventually and gradually help you to overcome all this self-doubt. And it is going to help you in many different areas of life. So anyway, I hope that this helps somebody out there. I hope it gives you something to think about this week. I hope it makes your week a little bit better. I can't wait to talk to y'all next time. Bye. You've been listening to the This Southern Girl Can Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow so you'll be notified of upcoming episodes. Take care, and we'll see you next time.